0: On February 3rd, 1979, Village People's YMCA would peak at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. It was the biggest hit of their career. The disco group was put together by two French producers, Jacques Morali and Henri Balolo. They came up with an idea for a group that would be a mix of what they saw as American characters. They eventually put out an ad calling for macho types with mustache. Each would dress in costume. A cop, a construction worker, a cowboy, a soldier, an Indian, and a leather-clad biker. The group would end up having three top 40 hits throughout the 70s. The idea of a musical group made up of costumed characters would inspire a Cleveland sound engineer named Tracy Coates. And before I go any further, I'm going to tell you that Tracy Coates is very hard to track down information on. I found a source claiming that he worked on several live albums like Kiss Alive, Frampton Comes Alive, and even Village People Live and Sleazy. However, I can't find his name credited anywhere on those albums. So, this is another Bizarre Albums mystery. Village People's inspiration gave Tracy Coates the idea to put together another group of costumed characters, but this time, each of them representing an athlete from different sports. He thought the group could attract a large young following, and this would not just be a singing group. This would be a band playing their own instruments. So Coates took out ads in Billboard, Rolling Stone, and Variety, and he ended up getting upwards of 2,000 responses. Over the next 18 months, Coates auditioned musicians from across the United States. Not only was Coates' idea inspired by the Village People, he eventually ends up hiring some musicians that had played for the Village People. He would hire bassist Alfonso Carey, who'd played on every Village People album that had been released up to that point. He also hires the keyboardist from Village People's Live and Sleazy album, Chuck Kentis. And to finish out the group, he hires some fellow Clevelanders, drummer Jimmy Clark. Guitarist Cy Sulak and singer Michael John Tosti. Next came time to assign roles to each musician. Bassist Alfonso Carey would be a football player. Keyboardist Chuck Kentis would be a race car driver. Drummer Jimmy Clark would be a boxer. Guitarist Cy Sulak would be a baseball player. And singer Michael John Tosti was originally going to dress as a hockey player, but ended up as a karate fighter. Not sure what the reasoning was for the switch. Because according to Last.fm, he didn't actually know karate, so he had to take lessons. Tracy Coates, who was now serving as the band's manager, somehow secured a record deal with Radio Records, a short-lived Atlantic Records imprint. The band, called All Sports Band, headed to Hollywood to record an album at Wizard Recording Studios. And in 1981, All Sports Band released their self-titled and only album on Radio Records. The album begins with Can't Give Up the Feeling. their appearance, the songs aren't necessarily about sports, even when they might sound like they are, with titles like Turn This Game Around.
1: I could, I could give it one more try, if you don't let me, baby. I could, I could change my ways, let me mend your broken heart.
0: Up next is Jet Set. The band would perform the song on the March 13, 1982 episode of Solid Gold. Jet Set was also released as a promo single. jet set along with the next song opposites do attract even got performances on the april 17th 1982 episode of american bandstand drummer jimmy clark who's just credited as the boxer on the album's liner notes even has boxing ring ropes surrounding his drum kit
1: were you really a boxer did i read
0: yeah golden gloves yeah about six years ago lightweight i was a lot smaller and a lot lighter back then
1: well, you look like you've had enough workout back there. Rest, rest, my friend. Are you all really into sports as well as music, or is this uh, just part of the game? Well, we are all into sports as far as we work out together. In fact, when we were putting our first album together, we were all running in the snow in Ohio <laughs> together. Well, how, where did where did Philadelphian join this group? Did they literally audition people all over the country? Yes, they did. He called me. He heard from everybody, and he called everyone individually. Who is the he? Tracy Coates, our manager. That's the guy who dreamed up the concept.
0: Opposites Do Attract was released as a single and would be a minor hit for the band, peaking at number 78 on the Billboard Hot 100. The album's only other single, I'm Your Superman, is up next. It also managed to chart, but it stalled out at number 93.
1: I'm tall. You said you love men that stand tall, they never fall.
0: All sports band actually wrote their own songs. Singer-slash-karate guy Michael John Tosti is at least a credited co-writer on all but one of the album's tracks. Dick Clark talked to Tosti about this on their American Bandstand appearance.
1: You know, the interesting thing that Tracy mentioned is you all write, you all sing. It's like five bands all in one. How long have you been together now? Well, a little over a year, but... Yeah, it's a very competitive thing on stage. You're like competing against each other sometimes, but that's what makes it fun. That's what athletics is about.
0: Tosti was the sole writer of "I'm Your Superman. In fact, he's the sole writer for three tracks in a row. I'm gonna move past the song called "Runaway, but here's a clip of "Can't Change Destiny.":
1: He's trying to cut my wings He wants me grounded I've been a troubleshooter all my life so I'm be surrounded.
0: Despite having the most writing credits on the album, Michael John Tosti is seemingly the band member to have done the least with music after the band. These days, he is an international destiny coach, which, according to his bio on Amazon.com, says he advises professionals, including athletes, celebrities, executives, and visionaries on their journey to fulfill their destiny. You might be asking, why does he have a bio on Amazon? Well, he's also an author releasing a trilogy of books called The Prophetic Matrix. Meanwhile, bassist Alfonso Carey not only played for The Village People, but also recorded with Patti LaBelle and even actress Felicia Rashad back when she was Felicia Allen. And incidentally, at the time, she was married to Victor Willis, the original lead singer of The Village People.
1: No way!
0: Drummer Jimmy Clark, or if you prefer, The Boxer, would go on to play with artists like Debbie Harry and Joan Jett. Keyboardist Chuck Kentist would go on to have the most success in music, touring and or recording with artists like Julian Lennon, Richard Marks, Michael Bolton, Grandmaster Flash, Cher, Carly Simon, and Tina Turner. He's also been a longtime collaborator with and the current musical director for Rod Stewart. While guitarist Cy Sulak kept playing music around Cleveland, he would go on to work as a coordinator in the radiation oncology department of the Cleveland Clinic. In twenty fourteen, he told Cleveland.com, quote, I'm happy with how my life has turned out. I was in a band called All Sports Band. We were on solid gold and bandstand. I got my 15 minutes of fame. End quote.
1: One day I'll settle
0: The man behind the band's creation, Tracy Coates, not only served as their manager, but he's also the credited executive producer on the album. And there are two credited co-producers. The first is Joey Carbone. I've talked about him in the past on the show before. He was the producer and or composer that turned young American actors into Japanese pop idols, such as past Bizarre Album subjects Edward Furlong and Alyssa Milano. The other co-producer is Richie Zito. Zito is also a session musician who recorded with artists like Neil Sedaka, Poison, Art Garfunkel, Joe Cocker, Diana Ross, Elton John, Cher, and Hart. He's produced 38 charting singles throughout his career, including Cheap Trick's only ever number one hit, 1988's The Flame." keyboardist slash race car driver chuck kentis is the sole writer of the album's penultimate track i'm hurt
1: you don't care
0: what you say to me it's
1: okay to all the things that you do to me it's okay oh if you want to
0: The album also features a few guest musicians. First off, we have additional drums and percussion from Carlos Vega, best known for his 13 years with James Taylor. He also played on Olivia Newton-John's double platinum album, Physical, and speaking of her, Vega also played on the soundtrack for Grease, and that soundtrack also featured someone else appearing on this album, Jimmy Haas. He's also sang on past Bizarre Album Subjects' Scott Baio and Frank Sinatra's Trilogy album. Longtime Toto singer Bobby Kimball also provides some backing vocals, as does John Joyce, a singer who sung on sessions with Elton John, Barry Manilow, and Barbara Streisand, in addition to playing cello on Pink Floyd's The Wall. There's also backing vocals from Joe Esposito, best known for his 1984 song You're the Best from the Karate Kid soundtrack. The album closes with Love Struck. The album never charted, and the band would break up just a year later. It only ever saw a vinyl release until 1995 when it was released on CD. The album is not currently streaming on Spotify. The album's record label, Radio Records, would also go under in 1982, but the same year they released All Sports Bands' album, They also released an album by a Dutch sound-alike studio group that made disco medleys out of Beatles and other classic rock songs. Stars on 45's long play album. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton.